Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. Hope that you are having a really great day today. I want to flash back a little bit today. So back in January of this year, we made available for the first time, actually, Breaking Barriers and Nutrition Fundamentals for buy one, get one free. Essentially, for 99 bucks, you could get access to two of our courses, Nutrition Fundamentals and Breaking Barriers. And the funny thing is, Nutrition Fundamentals is newer. I created that in the summer of 2019. Breaking Barriers is a couple years old now, and I created that with so much fire and passion and enthusiasm about overcoming emotional eating, negativity, drama, and this idea of self-sabotage. And it had been a while since I went through those modules. And what I what I did is I had Chris listen to all of them and take notes for me, um, especially if there was anything that was like outdated or referring to something that didn't exist anymore. And uh, when that was happening, I was late in my eighth eighth month of pregnancy. So I kept going through the room he was in over and over to go to the bathroom. I mean, probably six or seven times in a matter of a few hours. And meanwhile, he was listening to these Breaking Barriers lessons. And I kept like lingering a little bit longer to listen because I was like, oh, that's good. That's fire. As you know, we don't talk exclusively about weight or food on this show because what I've really come to learn through my own transformations that have been physical and emotional and relational and financial and what I've learned from helping my clients go through their transformations is that it's so mindset related and these tools are really not food specific. They're just general and then they're applied to whatever you want, right? They're applied to money or to food or to weight or to career, money, you name it. So as I was uh, walking through repeatedly, I'm like, yeah, I remember loving that course, but like it's been a while since I've heard it. And so over the the few weeks uh, leading up to uh, the course being available, I just kept listening every day. I'd listen to to one short lesson and whatnot, and I just fell in love with it all over again. And the cool thing is, it really inspired me because the time during which I was listening to this um, late in my pregnancy, I had so many sugar cravings, and I may probably felt less in control of my ability to make great choices than I have in years. Now, I don't even know if control is the right word because I understand that it's always my choice, but I just, it felt harder. 
eating well and being consistent felt harder than ever before at, at this particular phase. And I realized that breaking barriers was exactly what I needed to do. And uh, one of the first lessons in breaking barriers is on the all or nothing mindset. And what I want to do today is I want to share that lesson with you with the caveat that it is using examples that are about food and weight. But even if you're not here for food and weight, the, the same thing holds true, that all or nothing is really nothing more than one of the ways you lie to yourself. Seriously, all or nothing, we understand intellectually doesn't make sense, right? And one of the examples that I use in the lesson that you're going to hear is, imagine a football team walking off the field every time a play doesn't result in a score. Like, well, that didn't do it. That wasn't what I wanted it to be. Obviously, every single time the quarterback gets the football, the intent is, like, I want to get the ball in the end zone. But that doesn't happen all the time. In fact, it doesn't happen the majority of the time. But they can't possibly win if they walk off the field every single time. And that's kind of what all or nothing is. Like, this wasn't what I wanted it to be. This wasn't perfect. This didn't meet the standard I set. So who cares? Screw it. I blew it. I'll try again another day. Well, that doesn't work, right? That's not effective. That's not efficient. So why do we submit to it? Because it's permissive. Because it is that lie of convenience that is exactly what you need to hear in your twisted logic to talk you into what you want to do, which is have that cookie or buy those shoes or start tomorrow and ditch today. All or nothing is not a problem of being on or off, good or bad. All or nothing is a problem of honesty. Are you willing to be honest with yourself and say the fact that that wasn't perfect has nothing to do with progress? If I walk off the field right now, I cannot move forward this past choice is no logic or reason to throw in the towel. I'm just looking for a reason to throw in the towel. I just don't want to do the work. And so I'm lying to myself and calling it this all or nothing pattern. No, no, it's not an all or nothing pattern. It's a dishonest pattern. It's a let me tell myself the story I need to hear to give me what I want in this moment and not take responsibility for it. Blame it on the choice. But it's not the choice. It's you. The other thing I love about this episode is I talk about how we're not little speedster race cars. We're more like cruise ships. And uh, you'll hear me go into this, but essentially what we're talking about is when we submit to this convenient, permissive lie of all or nothing, we're acting as though our lives and our progress towards our goals are like little sports cars, where if you're flooring it in a little sports car and you turn the wheel wrong, it could be disastrous. Like you could flip the car, you know, something bad could happen. But we're not like that. We're like cruise ships. And you turn it a little bit and not much happens. We don't have to be perfect. Our bodies are not that sensitive. One cookie does not make that big of a difference. Our budgets are not that sensitive. The one thing that you did to overspend does not blow the budget for the month. It is your mindset. It is your attitude. It is this lie you are telling yourself that is what screws things up. 
So this, what you're going to hear, is one of the many, many lessons on all or nothing thinking. But as you listen to it, I want you to keep in the back of your mind that the problem is really not all or nothing. The problem is that you are not being honest with yourself and you're using this story of all or nothing to let yourself off the hook. And one of the most powerful things you can do to create change in any area of your life is be more honest. What you're going to hear now is one of the short lessons from Breaking Barriers in which we talk about all or nothing. We talk about negativity. We talk about every aspect of self-sabotage, emotional eating, feeling out of control, and we just have a, a short starter with all or nothing. If you want to learn more about this, you can go to primalpotential.com and hit the work with me tab, or you can just go to the show notes for today's episode, which you can find at primalpotential.com forward slash 756. With that, we're going to get right to this short little clip from Inside Breaking Barriers. On a couple of different occasions, I have asked for what throws you off track? What ways you most often sabotage yourself or what triggers a binge or an emotional eating episode? And I would say that one of the most common responses is this all or nothing thinking. The notion of, well, I have one treat and then I feel like I blew the day, so I kind of go overboard and then a bad moment turns into a bad morning, turns into a bad day, and sometimes a bad weekend or a bad week. That is the all or nothing approach. I'm either eating clean or I'm not, and there's no room in between. And this, again, is a very destructive dieting mindset. And you guys will have to get used to the sports analogies. But this all or nothing mindset, I want you to see it as completely illogical because it is. And the sports analogy that kind of really resonated with me, I was thinking about this as I was driving the other day and anticipating a Patriots game because I'm a big Patriots fan. But, you know, when you play football, the objective of the game is to score right? Get the ball in the other end zone, whether running it, throwing it, or kicking a field goal, right? That is the objective of the game. But imagine if all the players walked off the field the first time they missed a down or had a penalty or got sacked or lost yardage, or just if they didn't throw a touchdown pass or run for a touchdown on every single play. That would be crazy. That would be absolutely crazy. And yet, that's how so many of us approach food. If we didn't score on the choice, we're just walking off the field. We're done. And the reality is in sports, right, or in football anyway, you can get tackled, have injuries, lose yardage, right? You can not get a first down. You can get off the field. You can lose possession of the ball over and over and over again and still win the game. It doesn't matter. In fact, those things are going to happen. You're not going to convert on third down. You're going to get sacked. You're going to have penalty flags. And you still might win. And the reality is that is life. That is life. And if you treat every choice that you do not see as the game-winning choice, if you use that as an, as an excuse to walk off the field, 
you will never win. We kind of misunderstand what we are going for because what is it that you want? Why is it that you want to eat healthier, right? You want to lose weight, right? You want to see your body change. You want to feel better about your body. You want to feel in control of your relationship with food. I guarantee you that nobody here would say, my goal is to make perfect food choices 100% of the time. That's not the goal. The goal is, I want to see my body change. I want to feel in control of my relationship with food. So why is it that if the goal is not to be perfect, that we expect that of ourselves? Let me be really, really clear. You do not have to be perfect to get fantastic results. But you cannot throw in the towel when you have imperfect moments and expect to get results. I will tell you this. I have never, ever, ever, ever had a perfect week while managing to lose almost 150 pounds. I have clients who have had tremendous success. Not one single person has been perfect. So if perfection is not required, why are we holding ourselves to that standard that is not only not required, it's also not recommended, and it's also not possible. There will always be a better choice that we did not make, and you know what? It doesn't matter. So if you look at what it is you want, you want to see your body change. You want your body fat percentage to go down. Well, then that is the standard. That is what you're shooting for. Just like in football, the objective is to win the game. The objective is not to make forward progress on every play. Sure, that would help, but that doesn't have anything to do with winning the game. You can get sacked. You can lose yardage. You can have penalties. You can have injuries, and you can still win the game. So identify what you want, and you will very quickly realize that perfection has nothing to do with it, but the all-or-nothing approach will certainly keep you from making progress. Progress will never, has never, does never require perfection, ever, for any reason. It's not like you can never have a cookie or you will go back to your original weight. That is just not true. You have to adopt habits that represent an improvement for you, for your body. And that does not, has not, and will not require perfection. And let's just look for a second at this all or nothing approach. Does it work? I do not know a single person for whom all or nothing thinking works. And does it feel good? Does the all or nothing approach feel good? No, it makes you feel like a loser most of the time because you are rarely going to be perfect, nor do you have to be. But if you are setting that as your unrealistic standard, you will always feel short, fall short, and that doesn't feel good. So, it's not necessary, it's not required, it doesn't have to do with the achievement of your goal, it doesn't work, and it doesn't feel good. So can we agree that if you decide you're not gonna have a cookie and then you do, that's okay. That doesn't mean you've lost the day, that doesn't mean you've lost control. And it is not true to say, once I have one cookie, I just can't stop. See, here's the thing, after the first cookie is not another cookie. After the first cookie or the first glass of wine or the first potato chip is a choice. You are in control of that choice, not the previous choice, right? So you are in control of what you do next. That thing you ate is not in control. You are. 
Now, I really believe in what I call the minimum effective dose. And this is a powerful argument in favor of avoiding perfection. See, the minimum effective dose is the least amount of restriction or deprivation that you can employ and still get results. So this is why I say there are no black and white answers, right? Because if you can have two treats per week and get results, that is your minimum effective dose. Do it. Don't strive for perfection by saying, well, if I can get results with two, what could I do if I didn't have any at all? And here's why I don't want you to take that approach. Here's why I want you to stick with your minimum effective dose. Because your body is always working to find balance and equilibrium, right? Your body wants to find a set point. So if you are seeing results while you're having two treats per week, meanwhile, your body is working to stabilize and normalize and find a set point, and eventually it will. And that is the point at which you want to dial back to maybe one treat per week or one and a half treats per week when your body stops responding. If you do it before then, and you strive for perfection, what happens when your body gets to equilibrium and you hit a plateau? You don't have any wiggle room. You don't have anything more to give. So the best way to ensure steady weight loss without hitting plateaus is to enjoy your minimum effective dose, to stay there until it stops working for you. It is a powerful thing that will make your process much easier. We tend to look at our food choices as if we were a sports car when we're really more like the Titanic, right? We're really more like a big ship. Now, the reason I say we're not a little sports car, see, if you're in a sports car and you make a tiny little mistake with the wheel, you might wreck, right? But if you're in a big ship and you change direction by one degree, no big deal. You might notice it after a while and there's plenty of time to course correct, but it's not going to have a major impact. And we look at our bodies like sports cars. Oh my God, I had one cookie. Now I'm out of control. No, no, you are not a sports car on a track going 200 miles an hour. You are not. I'm sorry. You're more like a big ship in a big ocean and it's not a big deal unless you decide that one degree off from where you want to be, or even five degrees or 20 degrees off from where you want to be, it's not going to make a big difference unless you decide that it is a crisis. A cookie is not a crisis, and a cookie does not put you in a tailspin. You can put yourself in a tailspin, but that's a choice. So think of yourself not as a sports car where one small adjustment can wreck you. That's not true. That is not true. Your body doesn't react that way. You might, but that's a choice. That is a choice. Speaking of choices, your attitude is a huge one. And in the next lesson, we are going to be talking about a major, a major barrier, a major thing that can hold us back, and that is negativity. Thanks so much for listening to the Primal Potential Podcast, where our goal is not to help you learn our goal is to help you change. This is a year of action. Take something you learned from this episode and put it into action in your life today. To learn more about working more closely with me and the Primal Potential team, please visit primalpotential.com forward slash transform.